You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am Joe Horstmeyer, and with me I have another Joe, the one and only Joe Oberbrockling. Hello, Joe. Joe, <laughs> as you always say, just a couple of Joes. Just a couple of Joes hanging around the table. Yeah, Ta- absolutely. Talking uh, in the microphones. Actually, we do a lot of work here, right? We don't just hang around the tables yeah, so yeah. often. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, I saw the glaze in his eyes. I was like, he can't think of a single what? time that we've actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you and I have had so many good conversations over the years. This just feels like another one of those conversations. It does. As a matter of fact, we were talking for so long prior to hitting record. I was like, oh, we just missed a whole episode. I, I was thinking that. It's just like, shouldn't we be recording our faith, family, and sausage conversation But the here? thing is, is that you were interviewing me at yeah, that point. And so this isn't a show about and Joe for the, H. For the record, Joe, somebody does need to interview you. And maybe yeah. after this session of you interviewing me, we're going to redo this and I'm going to interview you. <laughs> so, Ladies stay, and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Joe is a new host for Off the Clock. <laughs> so welcome to that family. Thank you, Joe. Um, but Joe, if you wouldn't mind uh, hitting us up with your on the clock story. So your Johnsonville story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been a Johnsonville member for 13 years. I guess I just celebrated 13 years. So, nice. yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Started uh, at Meadowside. Um, first year was at Meadowside as the continuous improvement coordinator. I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. thought you started at Riverside. Nope, nope. Well, it, it was one of those shared roles. So I was okay. spending time at Meadowside and and at Riverside, but I think I was spending 70% of my time at Meadowside. Okay, okay. Got it. So then um, after that year, then I actually became a full-time Riverside CI it was kind of a CI coordinator and new product introduction kind of a role. Okay. So um, if you remember Deli Bites oh, know, sure. and Deli Bites oh, yes. being introduced to Riverside. Anyway, so I was I was at Riverside for three or four years or so. Okay. Um, yeah, and then and then took the CI gig at Countryside. And yeah. then I've been at Countryside as continuous improvement coordinator for eight years. And then recently June, um, uh, took the reliability excellence role. So it's a global role now. Yeah. And so traveling to some of the different Johnsonville facilities and helping teach the organization what reliability, which is, you know, kind of code word for total productive maintenance. Mm -hmm. But at Johnsonville, we're calling it reliability excellence. Right, right. And that's operator-driven reliability and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, ODR, operator-driven reliability, is Mm -hmm. one of the processes that we follow. CIL, continuous improvement, clean, inspect, and lubricate. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of acronyms. Oh, I'm sure. New it's acronyms like that are being introduced yeah. into the organization. <laughs> just what the, just what Johnsonville needs. Yeah. Well, we have a sheet actually made up. Yeah. So we're just adding every day, you know. We've it's been good. handing that sheet out as we talk <laughs> reliability excellence. That is great. So what is or what would you have to say your favorite part about working at Johnsonville is? That's a great question, Joe. Yeah, I'm here to stump you. I mean, there there's a lot of 
I mean, everybody says the people, right? I mean, that's a very common answer. And I would, I would agree with that. Um, I think what I, my favorite part, first of all, I like working for a company who makes a product that is well known and liked in the marketplace mm-hmm. wherever I've worked. And so Johnsonville was the first food place. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to Johnsonville, I worked for other companies and I've always appreciated being a part of the manufacturing process where the consumer looks at that product and says, that's a good product. Good. So I, I think that's, that's part of what I like is just that we make a product that people love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the people I also am, you know, this new role that I've got, I, you know, I see us becoming much more process orientated. Okay. And I don't, I think in our history at Johnsonville, um, we've been very much about people and leadership and that's been wonderful. Um, and, but it's nice to see that there are more processes that we're trying to develop and teach people and reliability, excellence. It's chock full of processes that, um, that we're kind of rolling out. So that's also really exciting to me right now. So I'm going to add a little tidbit to that. Um, and one thing that we found at Riverside with reliability is that, you know, at, at Johnsonville, our mission is literally to, um, to fully develop our God-given talents and help others to do the same. Yep. And then the Johnsonville way, it talks about creating an environment that um, allows us to do this, you mm-hmm. know? Now, what mm-hmm. we found through reliability in those processes that you're talking about is that it's the perfect blend of people and process mm-hmm. because we're literally creating the environment for people to get plugged into a process mm-hmm. and build themselves up along with the company. So. Mm-hmm. We're like for me in the member services and organizational learning area, I'm jacked because this is you're only helping me. It's living the Johnsonville way. Exactly. Yeah. So you're only yeah. helping me and hopefully I'm only helping you. And so all you around. Know, Joe, in case this whole learning and development gig doesn't work out for you, we probably have an opening <laughs> within the reliability excellence gig. I'm just saying. Well, you know, it's, uh, Joe, we, I'm sure we're not done just sitting around talking around the table at some point. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but no, this is great. I, I really, really appreciate your insight on that. Yeah. 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 And this is I, I appreciate you. Um, you know, I think I when you sent out the message saying, hey, if you've got a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And I think I replied to saying, if you get so desperate, <laughs> if you get so desperate that you want to talk about faith, family and sausage, let me know. So I'm, I'm glad oh, to, uh, that you took me up on the invitation. Well, I may have not even read that desperate part. I just <laughs> saw Joe Overbrockley <laughs> wants to talk and I was like, game on, you know. So. <laughs> Joe, as always, thank you so much for your on-the-clock story. But now let's get to your off-the-clock story. And like you said earlier, when you emailed me, you said, let's talk about faith, family, and sausage. Mm -hmm. Now, as long as I've known you, these are the three things that you talk about all the time. Now, besides the one time when you taught me how to figure out um, efficiencies on a line. Labor efficiency. That was way early on <laughs> in my career, and you broke that well, down for me really well. Well, Joe, that's the sausage part of oh, faith, right. family, See? and sausage. Exactly. So it, it connects. My goodness. It okay. connects. Yeah, so yeah. I'll yeah. just let you jump right in as to when oh you gosh. say faith, family, and sausage, what are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. How do I, how do I there start? There you go. Sum that up. How do I start there? <laughs> well, I think when... <clears throat> Excuse me. When when you when I was thinking about replying to your email and I thought, you know, 
it's uh, how do you balance those three things in life? It's just okay. like how do you balance um, time connecting to faith and time connecting to family and your professional life? And so mm-hmm. the sausage piece is just, you know, it's it's everybody's gig. It's everybody's professional life. Sure. And mm-hmm. so that that's a, uh, you know, a, a tremendous responsibility to try to keep those three things balanced. Wow. And so that that's that's kind of what I wanted to just See, talk about. If I'm hearing you correctly, you are literally going to give us the key oh, on how to do it, Joe. <laughs> My gosh. Now I'm really going to take this into the ditch. In oh, the world. Well, let's start out with this. Yeah. yeah. You obviously have a family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's your family look like? Oh my goodness! I should pull up a picture. Uh, uh, we can if yeah, you if you're yeah. cool with the the world yeah. seeing them. I can yeah, yeah. we can add that into the yeah. post. Yeah. So my wife and I, Alice is her name. She's she truly is the better half. Okay. Just ask anybody who's met both of us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've been married for 25 years. Actually, 26 years. Okay. 26. Um, Congrats. Yep, she, uh, we, we met, you know, I was living in Milwaukee. She was living in Chicago. Um, my high school friends are her college friends. Oh, wow. And so we met at a wedding. Yep. Interesting. And yeah, 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 yeah. So um, dated long distance. Then we moved to Sheboygan, got mm-hmm. married. Now, what uh, are you both from Sheboygan? Or, or no, no, she's, uh, I'm from Iowa, and she's from South Dakota. Got well, How did you find Sheboygan? <laughs> Well, I was working for an insurance company down in Milwaukee, and I wanted to get into manufacturing. Okay. My degree is industrial engineering. Oh, And yeah, so yeah. Um, I knew a guy who worked at Kohler Company. Surely. His name is Joe, actually. Oh, those Joes. I know. The world needs more Joes, I, I think. tell you. You know, when we all worked at Countryside, there were three of us in the front office, right? Uh, life was good. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Horsmeyer, Joe Cafferty, and Joe O. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Just a few Joes sitting around the table then. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so I took a job uh, with Kohler Company. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what brought me to the area. Um, I asked Alice, who was teaching in Chicago, hey, Alice, interested in moving to Sheboygan? And she says, show what? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> where? But she, she, I think, begrudgingly agreed. And so she, she moved up here, um, got married soon thereafter, mm-hmm. and took us a while to start having kids. Um, you know, had some miscarriages in there, and and uh, but the the good Lord said, let's let's give him a kid. All right, yeah, yeah. And it's not just one kid. No, we got right. four boys. There you go, four boys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Ben, Jimmy, Greg, and John. Uh, ben is now twenty two. Um, Jimmy is 20, Greg is 19, and John is 17. Yep, yep. So they're they're getting older now. Joe, I feel like this conversation is way late for me. Like, I need to, I literally need to talk to you. Time about, has passed, I Joe. mean, I've got three boys. Usually when we talk, it's, you know, you talking about, you know, your growing family. And my family is just one of these has-been families that no, they're all I old. Need to, I need to learn the secrets here. I'm just starting my journey, man. So, oh, good. Yeah, right. yeah. It's good. It's good. So it's, I've always put a priority on um, family and that's, you know, faith, family, and sausage. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple of opportunities to relocate. Okay. Um, I worked for Kohler Company, and we came close to moving to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Wow. 
And I worked for a different local manufacturer, um, and we came close to moving to Monroe, Louisiana. Hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, they would have been good gigs and probably promotions. They were all promotions. It's just that I wasn't ready to be so far removed from Iowa and South Dakota. And even though, you know, we're, we're five hours away from where I grew up and yep. where my parents uh, and my, my siblings were um, were at, I just wasn't ready to move 15 hours away right. from all that. So mm -hmm. th that desire to balance, you know, career aspirations and moving up and moving on and making more money yeah. um, with trying to keep rooted in, in what's important in life. Wow. And so for, for me, it was, well, let's just stick around Sheboygan and let's see what other opportunities there are mm -hmm. and that's that's what led me to johnsonville so wow. again i was kohler worked for um uh pentair worked for thomas industries and wow. then la landed at johnsonville okay. so so yeah 13 years now 13 years yeah. yeah in fact it's the i worked at kohler company for 12 so wow. oh so you're i know this is the longest, the longest <laughs> stint I've had. So, are I'm, you looking other places now, or <laughs> <laughs> something magic about that? Yeah. about that time. No, uh, no, I, you know, I'm, I am 54, and so giving her for maybe 10 more years, and then we'll go. see what God has in store. I tell you, my dad literally just retired as of right now. We're recording this December 21st, but my dad just retired yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. So all of us kids went over there oh, with with our nice. kids, and you know we surprised him, and and it was just one of those moments where, man, uh, this man has worked his tail off, yeah, yeah, his whole life at Kohler, yeah, at Kohler. Well, twenty eight years at Kohler. Okay. Um, but he, we had moved around. He worked on a farm briefly, you know, like all over the yeah, place, yeah. and yeah. So for you to to be like ten hey, more years, I, I see the finish line. <laughs> I've got about 27 and a half million years to go, you know, uh, but it's you all right. Got, <laughs> you got a ways to go, Joe. You got a ways to go. Ten, you know, and, but the thing is, is I love what I'm doing. Yeah. I've always, I've always tried to make sure that I, that I, because as you balance things in life, it's just like, if you don't like what you're doing, man, life is too short. And it may not feel too short when you got 20 plus years to work. Yeah. Um, but when you're, if you're always like wishing for the next thing, it's just like, oh, that's no way to. Well, not only that, but you will life. always wish for that next thing. Yeah. yeah You'll yeah. get it. And then you're wishing for something that's else. Right. So, that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. I, I, I love what I do at Johnsonville, um, but, but also love my family too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, you, you made some real big family decisions and life decisions, professional decisions, all by saying we're going to stay in this area. Yep. You know, and, and now your kids are, well, either out of high school or on their way out of high school. Yep. Um, how would you say that's panned out for you guys? Well, I think uh, good. Yeah, I think part of that is, well, uh, you know, how happy and well-adjusted are my kids? Because, mm -hmm. again, I, I don't, I don't, no ill will for people who who uh, chase their career and relocate and because you know the world needs people like that no doubt um, but for my wife and I you know she thankfully she was she was a she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom okay and you and I kind of talked about that a yeah. little bit uh, off air mm -hmm. um, 
And so, but, but you begin to make choices about your professional career and how that is going to impact your ability to be a parent. Mm-hmm. And it, it, now, it, admittedly, <clears throat> it's easier when you have one of you being a full-time parent. Sure. Because then they, you know, you, you, it gives you a little bit more latitude and ability to spend more time working and, you know, doing your very best work professionally, knowing that, um, you know, there's there's a, a parent at home. Uh, but in the, in the same breath, it's just like I didn't want that to be an excuse for me to be a MIA dad. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. So, you know, even though and, and quite honestly, when. When my wife was in the throes of being a full-time mom, you know, our oldest would have been six and our youngest would have been one. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times, literally, I, I would walk into the house and she said, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally thinking about what's going to happen. Well, actually, I'm not even going to make it home tonight because <laughs> I'm going so, right from work to church. So. And then, you know, but tomorrow, Miranda I is going to say, I'm out, Joe. <laughs> Because, yes, I am in the same boat as you where, you know, yeah, yeah. God has, has allowed us to be able to do that. Yeah. So we, we were joking. You know, I'm, I, I love basketball. I coach basketball. I coach my kids in basketball. And so once we went from having a, a two kids to three kids, mm-hmm. then I jokingly said, OK, honey, got to switch. <laughs> I have to switch from man to man to zone defense. Yeah, zone <laughs> That is so true. It's beyond true. It's actually terrifying. Yeah, uh, I, I scan the room now and I'm like, who has the least amount of risk attached to them? They're they're left out in, <laughs> in, in the cold. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to wherever else the, the situation is the hottest. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, there, there was there, there's always, you know, when you're raising young kids like you and Miranda are, there's challenging days and challenging times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you got you got to just kind of keep keep plugging forward yeah keep praying yeah yeah open to god you're getting it right <laughs> and and there's that's the hard thing for me too because i like to see results pretty quick yeah, you yeah. Know? most people do you don't see a result until <laughs> they're like 22 <laughs> plus you right or maybe 35 and they're like hey thanks dad yeah. for what you taught me there which is literally something i was able to do for my dad last night yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah so it took 36 years to tell him that. Yeah, but it, it, it yeah it, it's, you know, and you don't, you know, we used to say this about our kids' schools, you know, going from grade school to high school to college. And you don't really know how good of a school your kids are at until they go to the next level. Ah, okay. And then it's just like, okay, what, how are they, how are they performing in high school? Mm-hmm. Well, part of their performance in high school is how, how well did grade school prepare them yeah. to perform in high school? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we've chosen to send our kids to a Catholic um, grade school and high school. Okay. Um, and that, again, that's all part of our faith, family, and, and sausage story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and we've been very blessed to have great teachers and great role models and mentors of our kids who have just – so it's – I think – as a as a dad as a parent you know we have to own the responsibility of raising kids but you know we entrust kids to other adults yeah um to kind of help us get it right Mm -hmm. and thankfully they they got it right hey yeah yeah how about it there's a little result that you got to see yeah yeah (laughs) only took 18 years (laughs) so 
I, I've had the conversation with some people, um, you know, and I'm like, yeah, Miranda is able to stay at home, you know, and, and quite often uh, I get the, the response of, oh, it must be nice, you know, mm. and of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, candidly, absolutely. It's yeah, nice yeah. to have my wife there and, and watching over all the kiddos. And yep. Um, but again, we were talking off mic. It's it doesn't come without sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. break some of that down. What are what are some of the. <laughs> <laughs> if you can <laughs> yeah does the mic pick up my facial expression uh I, it doesn't pro- probably not. It d- i mean the way you talk <laughs> maybe we'll pick up a, a tear falling or you know i don't know <sighs> you know yeah you you gotta make financial sacrifices and sometimes you know joe you and i know that that's not always a popular thing to say or to do mm-hmm. everybody wants the best and the nicest and the biggest and yeah you know, the expression of the the person who dies with the most toys wins, right? Yeah. Well, Just like, it's so. America. Yeah, I know. It's America. It, it, is, it is America. 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 So, I, you know, we, we I, I think because my wife is a, is a second grade teacher, uh-huh. um, she has seen kids um, that aren't raised in great home lives, right? Okay. I and mean, that's part of, part of being a teacher. Um so again, we committed to it early on. We kind of said, okay, we're, we're even when she, we were both working and we had our first kid, just like, well, let's not buy the new car because that'll keep us from you, Alice, not working. Sure. And let's keep living in this house for a little while longer because mm-hmm. if we take on a bigger mortgage, then then you won't be able to stay at home. Right. So we made some very, very conscious decisions as we were beginning to be parents that this was the grand plan. Yeah. Um, on, on Alice being a stay at home mom. So but so now to this to this day, I was just joking with somebody. We own five cars and <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we own five cars, but three of the five cars have over two hundred and sixty thousand miles. There you go. Yeah. And so my wife, so my wife and I drive the, the quote unquote newest cars <laughs> and hers has 140 and mine has 96,000 miles. Yeah. So that, that's part of the deal, right? When you have kids and you're, you, you've got a one parent who is a, a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. just like, uh, I've never owned a brand new car. Never. Yeah. Huh. But that's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That's okay. I mean, you're still getting from point A to you're still getting to the sausage factory, <laughs> you know? Hey, I, you know, like uh, Liza and I have Liza Donath, uh-huh. as she and I have talked about, just because it's old doesn't mean <laughs> it's going to run poorly. Right. So so I'm, well, I'm especially trying, if you clean, inspect and lube it, you know, then you're, hey, you're I <laughs> apply CIL and ODR <laughs> clean, inspect, lubricate, operator driven reliability all the time. Right. Right. With old cars, you got them, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> it, just to sidetrack here for a moment, here we uh, go. getting back into Johnsonville. But uh, when we were doing some orientation stuff, we were like, ah, we don't know if we because we had just cleaned a bunch of our equipment. Yeah, yeah. And so for new members coming in for orientation, uh, we were like, Where, what can we show them that's kind of dirty? Yet? And I was like, let's pop the hood of our cars. <laughs> You know, like we've got plenty. Of, <laughs> there's plenty of work to be done in those. 
So it's funny because um, I routinely reference that, you know, as I'm trying to teach people reliability. It's just like, well, we all have a car, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't take our car to the mechanic when we're checking air pressure and tires, right? right? So right. we're doing some of our ODR activity already yeah. in life every day. And so when we come to work, it's just we have to continue doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. All right, let's bring it back yeah, to, yeah. to stepping up. Well, yes. again, you're talking faith, family, and sausage. So right. it, it, right. it worked. Um, yep. yep, yep. Yeah, so I, I just I, I, I want to commend you, and I, I appreciate this conversation so much because we are literally starting those conversations. You know, we right now we rent. And um, now I, I own a house. I have renters in that house, but we happen to live in a place where we have very cheap rent. Oh, um, so again, another amazing thing that we're able to do. Miranda wants a house. She, she wants, wants a house. She wants her house. You she know, she wants a big house. But, well, of course. <laughs> the, you know, white does Miranda fence. listen to these podcasts, or does she say, um, "This is your I, gig, Joe"? I'm you not know, listening. Uh, she has not commented on a single one, so I'm going to go with she doesn't even know these are happening. <laughs> so we're free to say whatever we want. Um, uh, no, but I. Um, the idea we have had very serious conversations around look right now is is we're we're sitting in a spot where we're doing good yeah, you yeah. know so yep. let's not change that too much yeah yep. let's not chase after that thing yeah. that you know we it's called the golden handcuffs have it, have you heard that expression i have not heard that one no yeah when no. young couples get so deep into debt mm and at some point, if one of them wants to be a full-time parent, they can't. Mm. And it's it's that's that's the expression. And I don't know if that's an official expression or not. But mm-hmm. young couples get the golden handcuffs on, and right. then they can't get out of it. See, and what's and very, again, I don't no fault no, or ill will of anybody not. where both mom and dad. Because quite honestly, there are a lot of moms and dads who you know being a full-time parent is just not what they would be good at. So mm-hmm. they entrust other people. Um, who are great at it, like my wife, um, and that's good. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and I'll just give you a little bit of a dynamic there. Like my family, we grew up. My mom, she did work extremely part-time um, while we were growing up. Now, when we were even younger, she didn't. You know, uh, I'm She was sorry. full-time mom. She was full-time mom, yep. and my dad worked manufacturing yep. and went where the work was, literally. Oh. Uh, you know, again, he just he worked his fingers to the bone, you know, that type yeah, yeah. of thing. Yep. Now, Miranda's parents, both business owners mm. their whole lives. You know what I mean? So, so they've been busy building been, the business. They've been busy building the business. So yeah, yeah. for Miranda and I to come together and to be able to make that decision yeah. was was a bit of a uphill battle to be. I, I grew up in it. So it's like second nature to me where for Miranda to stay home. Right. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, like if, I, I remember specifically there was one time you we were growing up and, you know, it's three boys and one girl yeah, in yeah. my household. Yeah. Um, and we broke things quite often. Um, <laughs> but my oh, mom, Joe, you uh, don't need to tell me that with raising four boys. <laughs> but, yeah. I remember distinctly. We broke some headphones. Literally headphones of my dad's. Oh. Now it was on the fact that it was my dad's. Of course, is a problem. But the other thing too is like my mom. My mom was like, "You guys are gonna have to figure out a way to make the money to pay this back." Oh, nice. You know what I mean? And so that's the, what I grew up in. You know, <laughs> parents and, holding you accountable. Yeah. And so <laughs> these are the types of conversations though that are starting to happen yeah, in yeah. our house. You yeah. know, and and to be a parent now and to be having to convince. 
other yeah. little human beings that this is a better choice. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. ugh, no one ever told you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know when 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 a when a, a woman gives birth, I mean there's not an owner's manual that comes out also. It's no, just like no. I still remember the day when Ben was born. It's just like Oh my, I'm feeding him his first bottle. Yeah. Um, all of our kids were bottle fed. Okay. Um, so I was an active participant in that process. And I remember sitting Good there, on you, buddy. I know. Good on you. Like, like he was two hours or three hours old and Alice was kind of recovering and yeah. resting. And I'm sitting there feeding Ben going, what do I do? I, do I have to burp him at some point? Yep. And, oh my you know, goodness. I just remember having that, that sinking feeling like, oh gosh, hope I get this right. Wow. Yeah. And I think I, well, I'm assuming it happens yeah. every time. You know, yeah. yeah. I, even we just had Ezra um, back in September and that's, you know, baby number three for me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, it's almost old hat, but at the same time you look at them yeah. and you're like, you're completely different than the other yeah. two. It's, you know, and it's interesting, Joe, because we've had the conversation about birth order because there are a lot of people who think birth order is like shapes a, a person's personality. Okay. Okay. Prior to becoming a parent, I have a sister. I'm the youngest of five kids and my sister Joan was smack dab in the middle and mm -hmm. Joan would always talk about I'm the middle child. I don't, there's never any <laughs> pictures of me and Joe, there's all kinds of pictures of you. You yep. know, she would kind of complain. Um, and I always used to think there is no truth to birth order. <laughs> and I, I would, I used to say that prior to becoming a dad. Yeah. And now I look at, I look at how we've raised our four boys and I look at the things that we let John, our youngest, do. Never would have let mm. Ben do. Yep, yep. And it's just like, yeah, there probably is something to a this whole bit. birth order thing. Because well, you, you, they wear you down, mm. right? Part of it is just like, <laughs> I'm, I, I can't keep saying no. Yeah. You know, for 15 years, fine, John. Yeah. I'll say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's sticking his tongue out at his brothers. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Boys, well, if you're listening to this, just disregard everything yeah, I'm yeah. telling Joe here. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, too, just out of um it's straight straight after birth in general uh atticus who, who's my oldest yep. um now mia is my stepdaughter she's 12 and yep. she's a wild card because yep, yep. it's you know 12 going on 35 yeah yeah but um wild card not a wild child there's it, it, well, <laughs> a very blurred line there <laughs> no but she she's great um but atticus he came out very reserved very he, he thinks things through he's very emotional he's yeah. a lot like his old man oh. unfortunately oh. um but you know he's he's very in tune to people and and you know yeah. what they're thinking and stuff gideon that kid came out swinging oh. i mean straight up he ready for he a doesn't, fight he doesn't walk anywhere okay <laughs> let's start that he he's just, running he runs and his arms and hands are out at full Fools, you know, whatever wingspan, he can knock over and he, he knock can knock over, grab onto anything. <laughs> that kid just goes. And Ezra, honestly, I think he's just scared. I think he's just scared out of his mind. He came home and it's nothing but chaos. Oh my god. And so but he he just looks around like, like uh, Who is this? Kid? Yeah, what am I doing here? Isn't that you know? weird how 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 as a parent, right, you you think that you've got a lot of, of influence. No. And and we do. We yeah, do of we, course. Right. 
but but that whole nature versus nurture it's insane. like how much of my kids' personalities yeah. is hardwired into them mm-hmm. versus what I can influence. And, and I think the longer I become a parent, just like I think God hardwired them seventy percent of what they are, who sure, they are sure. is from from the man. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. 30% is what Alice and I are doing to try to yeah. <laughs> mold them into being happy, well-adjusted people. Right, right. Yep. Oh, man. Well, again, like, um, to back up, you know, for yeah, yeah. you guys to make those decisions on, on your professional lives and, uh, you know, because, again, nowadays, that hard. is that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, and yeah. I, um, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing to yeah, do. Yeah. It's just straight up like from again from birth. Yeah, yeah. We look at commercials and we're like, you should have that. You yep. know, you should do this. You should do that. Yep. We're literally built to think that we, first off, are entitled to everything. Yeah, yeah. And second off, that we should have yeah. it regardless yeah, yeah. of yeah. you know. And so it's it's really something to be trying to, again, mold. Yeah. You know. And I think part of that is you know if you can keep. God and faith, and I don't want to turn our conversation too far down that path, mm-hmm. but in the same breath, um, you got to keep things in priority. Right. Right. And that, and that's, <coughs> excuse me, that faith, family, and sausage, that's kind of the, the order that I've taken them. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to do in today's hyper economic you know, got to have the biggest, best thing. Right, right. Um, so you got to have some pretty strong convictions on what's important in life. You know, I'll never forget, too, my dad. He he would always break it down for us, basically how you did. But he would say God, family, and then everything else. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, here's a guy who worked seven days a week sometimes. You know what I mean? So he he poured himself into his job. Yeah. But at the end, of the, he also but, but coached he, us, and he had a, a wife who wanted to be a stay-at-home yeah, mom. Absolutely, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and you and know, look how good you turned out, Joe. Oh well, jury's <laughs> still out, buddy. Um, no, but I I think though too that just to, for for us too, it's easy to have the conversation about God. Yeah, you know, uh, we both are are yeah, of yeah. the Christian faith. Yep. Um, but I I think the the bigger story here is around um your morality or your you know what drives your heart yeah yeah you know what drives your heart and what you develops know? that heart exactly. so you're driven in the right way mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. we sitting here we we say god yep. you know but for everybody else you know i mean to be going yeah, yeah. up against the the things that we chase you know a lot of times that defines what our heart is yeah, yeah. is going for yeah now if if, if we can you know, turn that on its head a little bit and say, like, look, what is really important? Mm-hmm. And that's basically what you've done. Yeah. You and Alice sat down at some point. You obviously created a family PDC, you know, to, <laughs> to work out what you were going to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But it is I think it's it's a story that all of us can can step back. I mean, my favorite story and not to because this is going to get released oh, out no. in January. Yeah. yeah. But. I, my, one of my favorite stories, and I have yet to read it, but I've watched every movie of it. Yep. I'm going to read it this year, is A Christmas Carol. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Think about the story there. You know, This Eb- is of Scrooge. Yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge is just chasing. You've never, you've never, I've never read the book. Oh, but you've watched the movie. Oh, I've watched yeah, every yeah. movie that's yeah, ever yeah. come out. Black yeah. and white. Yeah, that's all a, the way on through. A, a man who committed himself to his profession. Yeah, and, and it and takes said, him And said, to back, hell with everything else. Yeah, and, and 
he, you go back in time in the story yeah, yeah. and see that his life didn't necessarily start out that way, but he chose it, yeah, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's given a second chance, yep. right? To yep. really concentrate on what the heart feeds off of. Yep. And that's the joy of giving and, and yeah. other things like that. So. Does your ch- church need a new pastor, Joe? Because <laughs> I think you could... You could stand up there from the pulpit and uh, give a good message. You know, that's why they gave me a podcast. <laughs> um, and honestly, this is the first time I've been able to just talk Joe. You know, uh, it's that's, just a couple it's of because Joes, of a Joe. couple of Joes sitting here. I don't know how the audience is going to feel about it, but uh, I uh, appreciate it. It may be the like the least listened to podcast ever. <laughs> I, I hope it's not. Oh, you may way, you Joe, may never I, invite me back again. <laughs> We'll let the audience tell us, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, this, this is America. Yeah. But uh, yeah. America. I got to tell you a funny story. This, yeah, is a, yeah. this is a little. So when when um, again, kids were all like young and it, it kind of connects to church, too. So um, we're, we're Catholic, Roman Catholic. And so as a lot of people might know, you know, when you sit through a Catholic mass, there's there's structure. You know, talk about standard work. There's yes, there is there's. <laughs> There's heavy standard work in the Catholic Mass. <laughs> they all have a meaning. I probably don't ever do a great job of describing and explaining the meaning behind every step. That's, that's another episode. That's another episode. Yeah. yeah. Bring my wife on for that. Okay. We could do a Joe and Alice. You Maybe yeah. we'll just start a different podcast altogether. Yeah, yeah. And we could all just sit down and... Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So um, we, the, we'd, we'd go as a family to mm-hmm. Mass, and that was like mistake number one. Oh, my. Because you know, you're, you're trying to corral five boys or four boys and, and you know, then the old couple behind you, you, you know, they start scowling at you because they can't <laughs> they, they can't pray and pay attention. And you're you're given the evil eye from people around you. And it's just like this isn't working, honey. We got to mm-hmm. We got to This is this is the Albert Einstein quote. This is like definition of insanity. Yeah, yeah. Like we're going to keep doing the same thing. And. <laughs> Expecting different results. So then I told Alice, I said, honey, let me just take the boys one at a time. So we would go to 7.30 a.m. mass on okay. Sunday morning. Okay. And it was just one boy at a time and I. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, then, you know, when they're like three or four years old, like they're old enough to understand, but yet God wired them to want to be blah. Running like, off. And running off other. and yeah. doing whatever. Uh-huh. And so the two rules that I always had sit still, be quiet. Right. It was like, we, we don't have time to teach you how to pray. I just, just started sweating because I'm just recalling my own childhood. <laughs> and I, I used to, and so then we would get, I, you know, I would take one boy at a time and sit still and be quiet. And yep. you know, they, if they were to violate that rule, they would, they would feel that uh-huh. right? physically, they would feel that. <laughs> So then, uh, you know, we'd start we'd start getting compliments from the old people behind us. Ah. Oh, your your kids are so well behaved. And I always want I never did do this. I always wanted to get T-shirts made up for my for my kids that, <laughs> you know, white T-shirts with with black lettering that, you know, I follow the two rules of mass. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> sit still. Number two, be quiet. <laughs> Could I also get one of those? Yeah, when, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get a few more for the horse oh, that's family. Fantastic! Wow. Sit, sit still, be quiet. Oh, yeah. Man. If my kids do listen to this, they're they're either gonna roll their eyes or they're gonna chuckle. I I don't know. Well, either one's a good <laughs> good reaction. Yeah, yeah. I say good on them. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, this is good. Well, Joe, how about this? How about do you have any 
you know, um, words of wisdom for, for any family out there that may be thinking about going down the path that you went down or starting a family or, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, dang Joe, another good question. I can see why you got your own podcast. It's not mine. It's a podcast made the Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think my, my advice to young couples is, um, communicate to each other. Oh, I know that is, and it's, 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 you know, you've got to define expectations early on. Yeah. Like what, what, what are you looking for out of this marriage, out of this parenting thing? What Mm -hmm. am I looking for? And you got to, uh, you got to talk through that. You know, the, the Catholic church, my wife and I used to be, um, engaged couple counselors. Okay. Okay. And it's real easy in the Catholic Church because um, it's called FOCUS, and it's FOCUS stands. It's an acronym that okay. I don't remember what it stood for. But you, we used to administer this 130-question survey. Okay. And, you know, each person would take it individually, mm-hmm. and then my wife and I would compare their answers. Oh. And then you quickly, and it, it, it hits all the marital hot buttons. Sure. It's, it's actually, I give the Catholic Church a ton of credit because they're trying to reduce the divorce rate. Absolutely. And they're trying to make sure that couples who say yes to each other, they, they know what they're saying yes to. Got it. Yep. And so it hits all the hot buttons like money, like parenting, like in-laws, like sex, like money. And mm-hmm. I already said money. But well, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, 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 it's a big deal. <laughs> and so um, and so we used to facilitate. Th- so they would take this the survey uh-huh. individually, and then we would bring them together um, yeah. and to talk about how each of them answered the questions. Uh-huh. And it's a great process. It's a great tool. And it was amazing to me how when a couple, a young couple kind of falls in love, um, that they don't talk about this stuff. Nope. And (laughs) it's just like, okay, well, we better talk about it because your wedding is in two months from now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. before you say I do, do you know what you're saying I do too? Right, right. And so, and I won't go into a ton of detail. We probably facilitated, I don't know, 15 different couples. Okay. Um, one of the couples actually called off their wedding. Interesting. As a result of the process. Asking rich questions. Asking rich questions. So so back to your, what would be my advice? Um, Communicate. Make sure that your feelings are being heard. Make sure you're asking questions of of your spouse or future spouse uh, as to what they're looking to get out of the, 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 their life, basically. Yeah. It's so interesting that you say all that because three years in, we're, we're married five years now yep. and uh, three years in. Now, we had been dating for uh, four years prior to that, maybe. But um, three years into our marriage, we literally did that. But in more of a informal, it was informal. It wasn't a counseling session. That's not what it was. Yeah, but yeah. it was and it wasn't even through church. It was just, you know, we had some friends and we were going through some stuff. Oh. And and they were like, you guys should probably go talk to this other couple oh. who just sits down with married couples and do this thing. Yeah, yeah. So for you to yeah, say, yeah. 
hey, you, we didn't ask those questions prior to getting married, right? <laughs> we didn't. Most, most people don't. Right. And and communication's a number one. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have to agree, hands down. And that's when, why when you said it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I forgot again about communication. You know, in, you know? in our vows, the, the three C's, and again, if Alice, if you're listening, hopefully you remember this, <laughs> communication, commitment, and compromise. Okay. It's just like, so actually, I think we had our vows hanging on our wall at home for quite a while. Wow. Because it's just like communication. Yep, that we got a always opportunity there, right? Mm -hmm. Are we really committed to each other? Mm -hmm. And part of marriage, as we all know, is like you've got to compromise, sure, because you're not always going to get it your way. And especially when when kids start getting introduced, just like nobody gets it their way. (laughs) Nobody Nobody gets it their way. (laughs) So you're going to need to compromise in the journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. So well, yeah, Joe, that, that would be my advice, Joe. I love it. Yeah, um, and keep keep faith. Keep, and again, uh, not to turn it too religious, but faith needs to stay first. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Joe, I um, I cannot wait for the next time that I get to chat with you. Uh, I'll bring Alice. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll learn a lot more. No, I'm she just she's the um, brains behind it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna put her to the test. Of course. <laughs> Guess what Joe said. Um, uh, good. Well, Joe, it is an absolute pleasure, per usual, yeah, uh, yeah. to be chatting with you. And and I look forward to the next time, whenever that is. Uh, now that you're over at Global, we don't see you all that often. But, you yeah, know, yeah. always take a couple seconds to chat with Joe. Yeah, I'll try to so, make it down to Riverside more often. Yeah. I apologize. We're, we're going to start sending canoes up the river, you know, for people <laughs> to jump on and come on down. Build but, a bridge. Let's, yes, yes. Let's build a bridge. Oh, I am so dead serious <laughs> about a river walk. We need to get one. We but anyways. Need, anyway, that's a different um, podcast. But if you could, Joe, yes. um, sign us off today. Oh, what did uh, I say? Yeah, I, I just surprised him, ladies and gentlemen, with the script. It's the only time we use a script here. Okay, so this is Joe Oberbrockling, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock. A podcast made the Johnsonville way.